0: Thank you so much. And uh, before I will uh, share the word of God this evening, I would like to ask for a prayers for us. Uh, We just arrived here in your country uh, a month ago, and uh, we will be traveling for four months until January. And there are two reasons that we are traveling right now here in your country For six years that we never been back, Uh, we are here to, uh, you know, two things that we need to do and a purpose of our trip this uh, time. And please pray because uh, our visa will expire next year, March, and we don't know if we can able to get again a visa because it's kind of hard to get visa in the Philippines. We already used the ten years visa. So please pray for us. Maybe this will be our last time to visit here in America. So we're still praying that the Lord will, you know, uh, we will be granted again another visa. But uh, please pray because there are two reasons that we are here in your country. Number one is we are trying to raise support and uh, recover some of our supporters because just like I said, for six years that we've never been back, we already lost $500 support. Before, we are receiving $1,200. But now, we are receiving about $700 to $800 support. And that is, not, that is only enough for our family. But the problem, church, right now, I've been supporting five local pastors in the Philippines. And next year, I will be sending... The one that I train in the church, the one that will take care of the church while I'm gone, he will be go out and start another church in Barangay Mabini in our area, and we are trying to reach those that 30,000 uh, population in Gamu Isabela. Just think about this church. If that five pastor or six pastor who can dup he can duplicate what I've done, I already baptized almost 200. Ah, baptized members in, in our area. If they can duplicate, again, another 200 in five years' time, we can able to reach at least 5% of that 30,000 population in Gamu area, in Gamu, Isabela. So please pray because uh, we, can, we want to help them. We want to support them also. But because of our support that we receive right now through our support, that's why, the one that uh, the, the support that you are sending—it's not only that you are supporting us, but also there are more pastors that uh, we are supporting also through that support that we are receiving here in America. Yeah. So please pray because we are trying to raise $500 support uh, so that we could able to help them uh, in in the field. And second reason that we are here is we're trying to raise funds for our. Uh, Sunday school room for our kids in the church. Right now, they are gathering, if you saw, they are gathering in our garage. When it's rain, it also rain inside. It showered the water inside. That's why I'm worried right now because month of October until January, it's a rainy season in our area in the Philippines. And also a time of typhoons in the Philippines. And we want to put a, a good a Sunday school room for them, and we want to build that. So please pray because uh, we are not only uh, raising for or building a Sunday school room, but also we are uh, building for a uh, multi-purpose building, a fellowship hall, and also a parsonage for, fa- for our family. Right now, we are staying at the church. The one that uh, we built a parsonage, just like I said, in five seconds, you can tour our house. You go inside, you can see our kitchen and dining. You step another tree, you can see our room. You step another tree, you can see our restroom. So that is where we really live. We stay there. And it's sad because the roof of that parsonage is about to collapse because of termites. That's why we are praying to. We a, built a two-story building for the Sunday school room, parsonage, and multipurpose uh, for our church. So please pray. We are raising $40,000 to put that and to build that uh, multipurpose building and praying that as we travel here in your country for four months, we get able to raise that uh, for that building. So if you have any question more about the ministry, you can approach me later. And if you want to be a part of that project, we have an envelope there that you can grab and pray for it uh, so that you can able, uh, if you want to help us in that building, that multi-purpose. Again, church, thank you so much. And thank you so much for this opportunity. Thank you, Pastor, for giving me, Allow me to preach the word of God this evening. And don't worry, I will not keep you long. I don't know if you still remember what Elizabeth Taylor said to her seventh husband. I won't keep you long. So, I won't keep you long this evening. If you could stand, please, please uh, open your Bible in the book of Luke chapter 17. Luke chapter 17, beginning in verse number 1 or verse number uh, 7 down to verse number 10. Luke chapter 17, verse uh, 7 or 6. Down to verse number 10. The Bible said, And the Lord said, If ye had faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye might say unto this sycamore tree, Be thou plucked up by the root, and be thou planted in the sea, and it should obey you. But which of you, having a servant plowing or feeding cattle, will say unto him by and by, when he is come from the field, go and sit down to meet and will not rather say unto him, Make ready, wherewith I myself and gird myself, and serve me, till I have eaten and drunken, and afterward thou shalt eat and drink. That he thanked that servant, because he did the things that were commanded him, I throw not. So likewise ye, when ye shall have done all those things which are commanded you, say, We are unprofitable servants. We are unprofitable servants. We have done that which was our duty to do. Tonight, church, I would like to share a message entitled, Why Enough is Not Enough? Why Enough is Not Enough? Shall we go to God in prayer? Our God and Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you. We thank you for thy word that we read. We thank you for this Liberty, that we can gather and study thy word this evening. We thank you, Lord, for these people. We thank you, Lord, for allowing me, Lord, once again to visit this church and to share thy word this evening. Lord, may you help me this evening as I preach thy word. May you give me wisdom, Lord. I am in another country and I need your help, Lord. And may you use me as a channel of blessing tonight as I deliver thy word. And we thank you, everything in Christ's name we pray. Amen. You may all be seated. Why enough is not enough. Just like I said, my English is just limited. After, if you don't understand me, just nod your head and I know what I'm going to do. So why enough is not enough. This parable basically on the subject of servanthood, this speaks of the duty of a master and the proper attitude of the servant. This also talks about the relationship of the master and the servant. This parable was spoken to the disciples about servanthood and that God instructs you and me to be faithful. According to Warrens verse B, the servant in this story evidently showed that he is a jack of all trade. He is responsible of many things like farming, shepherding, and or cooking. This is a story of the master and servant. These two are the main character. It talks about how a servant can be unprofitable if he only does his job. Let's read in verse verse number 7 and 10. If we can see in verse number 10, the Bible said, So likewise ye, when ye shall have done all those things, Which are commanded you, say we are unprofitable servants. We have done that which was our duty to do. If you can see the word unprofitable servant, we can see here that we have done, he said, that which was our duty to do. The Bible says, if we have done only what which is our duty, then we are unprofitable. We just do the standard. We do not deserve a thank you from a master because it is just what we are supposed to do. Tonight, my message is doing enough is not enough. I have five reasons why enough is not enough. Number one, because others are not doing enough. This is a big problem in the church. I do not exempt our church from this problem. Others are not doing enough in their Christian life. We should pick up the slacks that others are not doing. The burden gets heavier because others are not doing enough. Work in the church becomes heavier because others are not doing what they are supposed to do. We as a church is a body, is one body, and we all have our part in our church. This is the problem. When we do the work that others are not doing, it, it requires us to do more, requires more time, more effort, more money, and energy. This means sacrifice. We need to sacrifice these things in order to bear the load of others. Others are not willing, are not winning souls for Christ. So who will go if we will not go? Imagine. If there will be more people who are willing to work for, but the reality is there is only few who wants to work. The Bible said, church, the harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Christians are not even doing what they ought to do. Where where we should be doing more than what we could do, being in the mission field, it is not easy. Because we are in the business of changing life, We are the instruments of God to change people's lives. But who will go if we will not go? And not only us in the mission field. Church, you are a missionary here too. We need to be doing more than just going to church. We need to be doing more for God. We should not be like a servant who is unprofitable. Second reason, Why enough is not enough, so when trials come, you can afford to lose a little. As a missionary on deputation, we do a lot of traveling. I'm thankful because before we came here, I'm worried about a car that we're going to use for four months. But you know, because of prayers, the Lord answered our prayers. We left in the Philippines with no assurance if there is a car that we can able to use. While we were in Japan, waiting for our flight because we were landed there and our layover for 13 hours. And then after that, while we are waiting there, somebody messaged me through Facebook. I said, Brother Genesis, do you have already a car to use when you come here in America? I said, we don't have yet, sir. Don't worry, I will look for one for you today. And while we are traveling and praying alone you know, on the airplane for 18 hours, <laughs> when we landed in New York, I received a good news, a message. It said, Brother Genesis, I found you a car. And that is the one that I'm using right now. I didn't know that that car is uh, expensive. They just bought it for us to use for four months. I said, I'm blessed because I was able to use that kind of car here in America. In the Philippines, I just only use a tricycle. You know, a tricycle that uh, a Filipino can fit uh, 12, but to the Americans, just only three. (laughs) But I'm so glad. You know, while we are, uh, you know, we do traveling, we go to different places, Next Sunday, we'll be in Wisconsin. So I'm hoping that there is no snow yet. I love to see snow, but I hate to drive in the snow. So we go to different places, and I have learned how much gasoline should I need to go to certain place. Let's say we got back to Marietta. Please pray for me. I'm going back tonight after the service. I need to travel another five hours. I have to spend, like example, I need to spend about... Uh, $50 for gas if I only just only $50 exact $50 for gas just an example and on our way back on my way back there were reroutes and detour because of construction my car consuming more than expected will I be reaching my destination church if I'm only just enough if it becomes colder along the way I use already (laughs) heater in the car I make it like Philippines 85. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I use a, uh, you know if you use a heater then the car will use more gas. Will I reaching my destination? If I'm just here on the standard and trouble comes along the way, will there be enough for me to stay on standard? No. I will be going down near below the standard. But if I'm here above the standard, I can afford to lose a little and be able to stay on the standard level. So being just enough is not enough. As Christians, we ought to be investing more of our time, drawing closer to God, so we will have more enough strength when challenges come along our way. We should be doing more of kneeling to God, even if we are in a blessed life. So when trials come, we have more courage to face it, If we lose some, we are still good because we have come to God more often and can face whatever trials the enemy will throw at us. We cannot do just the norm. We need to do more than the normal or more than the standard. We are the sons and daughters of the Lord. We need to do more than enough. We need to spend more time with God. We need to come to His throne daily. Ask for His mercy. This personal encounter with God help us be more courageous in life's trials. Number three, why enough is not enough? Because of the Word. We have to do more than the world. Luke chapter 6, verse number 32. If you love them which love you, what thank have ye? For sinners also love those that love them. According to this verse, it is easy to love those that love you. And we do not get thank you for that because it is easy. And if the world loves the world too, then we should be doing more than the world is doing. In the standard of the world, everything should be right. Everything should be in place. Everything should be in order. When we look, when we work outside the church we do our best in whatever we do, in our work, in our career. I think that is what we ought to do also when we talk about God's work. Sometimes, as Christian, we tend to just and satisfied in our Christian life. We come to church and that's it. If the world can organize a fundraiser for a certain event, meaning they have thought of ways to help others, they think, Of ways to reach out to others. Then we Christians should be doing more. How? Through ministering to others who are in need. Then sharing them the plan of salvation. And being a good testimony to others. Showing them how the Lord changed your lives. Through our giving in tithes, offering and mission. If there are people who are giving. Then we need to more faithful in our giving to the church. The world is full of many things offering to young people, to children, to adults, staffs that would entertain them or pursue them of such and such things. We should be doing more than enough to compel them to come to church and that they may experience what the real happiness is. Summer last year, or this year, we prayed, we usually uh, doing a vacation Bible school. If you saw the picture, that is our recent vacation Bible school. We prayed for 250 kids this year. But you know, we thank the Lord because this year we almost have 400 kids in our vacation Bible school. When we had our 400 kids event, do you think it is easy for us not it was definitely tiring, but if the world does those these things for children, then we believer we can do it. Too many foundation for people helping them without sharing the people, the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. It was not easy. It is more than we can imagine. My wife have a big compassion for the kids in the Philippines. We started 2011. And we target only for uh, 20 kids. But the Lord gave us 50 kids. When we started then in 2011. And, and every year the Lord adding many kids in our vacation Bible school. That wa- that's why uh, this year we almost have 400. And we are praying by next year. We will target about 500 kids in our vacation Bible school. Oh what a moment to see all these children learning about salvation. Let me share to you. Why do we spend more time on those kids? There's one young people who got saved in our vacation Bible school. Her name is Sister Irish. She said, Iris, when she attended in our vacation Bible school, she heard about the gospel, she got saved, and she became faithful attending the church. But through the years that she's been attending our church, she experienced a lot of persecution. Not to other people, but to her own family. Her parents stop stop her going to church. They even, if she about to leave at their house, they will grab their, her clothes and put it in the water so that she could not go to the church. And they persecute her going to the church. But you know, my friends, Sister Iris, she stood in her faith. She prayed for her family. She prayed for her parents. If you saw the picture that I'm doing the baptism, the two two couple, the one couple that I baptized, that is her parents. You know, my church, church, you know, church, when we left in the Philippines, I was able to baptize her parents. And now I heard that her uncle and some of her siblings are now attending the church. We want to see more like Sister Iris. We want to see more people like that. If we will stop reaching those kids, sharing the word of God, my friends, church, how can they know, how can they, the Lord will change their life? You know, if you can see that that man, her father, he is a drunkard. He's, what we call it, a uh, headache <laughs> in, the, in the community. Sakit ng ulo. <laughs> headache. You know, he usually always in the, uh, what they call it, barangay hall. They always arrest him, him because of his uh, loko-loko eh. Headache in the, barang, in, in, in the community. But you know, the Lord changed his life. You want to see more like that. We need to do more than the world, my friends, search. We need to have more compassion than the world. We need to have better character than the world. And number four, why enough is not enough? Because there is no reward in doing just enough. On verse number 9 and 10, the verse said, There is no reward in just doing your job. We are just like unprofitable servant. Matthew chapter 25, verse 14 and 30. We can read the parable of the talents. There were servants that were given talents according to their several abilities. The one that received five talents on verse number 15 traded his five talents and earned another five. The other one that received two earned another two. So they have both earned and increased their talents. But the last servant kept his talent on the earth. When the master came, the two that had multiplied their talents were rewarding. But the unprofitable servant was not rewarded, but instead his talent was taken away from him. This is a parable that shows good stewardship. With all the blessings that we have, we should be good steward. If we are not using the talents or resources that God gave us, we will never earn a reward from God. When we came to know the Lord Jesus Christ he gave us the power to become the sons of God. We need to be sharing it to, be the, to the people. When was the last time, church, you witnessed uh, uh, a soul for God? When was the last time you talk about the Lord Jesus Christ? You will never earn a soul to lead to Christ if you are not willing to do more for God. If you are not uh, willing to go out and talk to a person, to a family, to a friend, if you will not exert time and effort to go to that person, maybe you have a workmate that have the Lord that the Lord is leading you to talk to. You need to do more. Step up, make first step to talk to him. The Lord will bless your step of faith. You know, that's why, why enough is not enough. Because there is no reward in doing just enough. In the ministry in the Philippines, when the Lord allowed us to minister, to start a work in that area in Gamu, Isabella. We started from scratch. But you know, my friends, the Lord gave us and blessed that ministry that entrusted to us. We started from seven. Now, we are averaging of 80. 80 to 30, 80 and uh, young people and adult and thirty kids every Sunday. Amen. Why? Because my friends, we need to do more because there is no reward in just doing enough. Number five and last. Why enough is not enough? Because the Lord deserves the best. Amen. Why? Number one, because He prepared a best place for us, heaven in John chapter 14 verse number 3 I thank God that for his promise he promised us to take us to a place where there is no sorrow 4 months ago my mom passed away she was diagnosed of cancer last December we are supposed to come here in your country the first quarter of the year of this year but because of the doctor said that my mom is in stage four and she will live only five months. We still have faith and trust the Lord. But you know, church, for five months, we've been battling. We saw my mom. That's why every week, every once a month, I need, we need to travel two hours just to be there and take care of my mom for one week. All of us are in the mission field. All of my brothers are pastor and a, 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 a wife of a pastor. So every once a week, we need to go there and just be with my mom. You know, while I'm, I'm there taking care of my mom, it's kind of sad because every time that I gave her a vitamins, because she could not take a medicine anymore, it will shorten her life. Pastor, that's why the doctor gave a medicine to strength for that body. But you know what my mom said? She said, why every time, why my, my sickness is not healing? I usually take this, this medicine. We could not tell to her. That's why she's just crying because of the pain. You know, my friends, church, when my, my mom passed away, that's why we thank the Lord. Because one of His promise, that in heaven, there is no sorrow. There is no sadness. No more pain. No more tears. No more heartaches. This is the place that God prepared for us. The best place that you cannot find anywhere on the earth. If the Lord prepare us a best place that every Christian will spend eternity, isn't it proper that we Christian should give our best to the Lord? If He gives important to us, I believe it is proper for us to give a place in our lives. The letter, number, letter number two, not only because He prepared a best place for us, because He gave His best at Calvary. John chapter 3 verse number 16 sa pagkat gayu na lamang ang pagibig ng Joes sa suli butan at ibinigay niya ang kanyang buktong na anak na konsinumahan naman ang palataya pagkoso ay makagro ng buhay na walang anggan sa langit you know my friends because of God's love in John 3:16 for God so loved the world he gave his life for us it is us that should carry cross it is us that needs to pay the price for our sins. But it is the Lord Jesus Christ that paid for our sins. We are like filthy rugs, no value, unworthy. But because of His love, He gave His life. He gave His best for us. He deserves our love. He deserves our loyalty. He deserves our trust and our best. In my conclusion, I leave you this question How is your Christian life? Are you just in the norm? Can you say you are doing enough for God? Or worse, you are not doing enough for God. Are you like this unprofitable servant that just do his duty? I challenge you church. I challenge you my friend. Let us raise the quality of our service for the Lord. Let us say our enough. Should not be enough. Let us do more for Christ. Let us be faithful more to the Lord. Again church. Thank you so much. uh, For this opportunity that you given to me. To preach thy word. And I hope that this message. Encourage you and bless you this evening. May God bless you all.